This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. You can kind of put in, if we're at just usual number $600,000, you plug in an interest rate, take into account inflation if you want, use a little bit lower number, play around with it. We know that without a doubt, we will have that $1.3 million in our retirement account by the time we're in our 60s. I heard somebody describe coasting to financial independence like you're driving down the freeway and you see this coast fire exit as you're passing it and you have the opportunity if you want, you can downshift and just hop off the exit. So we actually decided to do that. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill. And today we're bringing you another Best of MKM episode. This week we're featuring two interviews we did in 2022, and then again in 2023, with two men who grew their investment balances to coast fire status before the age of 35. Combined, these two have close to $1 million invested in the stock market. Josh Miller from Michigan and Anders Skagerberg from Utah are our two featured guests today. They are both going to share the details of their coast fire journey, and they're going to get detailed with the numbers so we understand the Coast Fire process. Also, we're going to talk about what hitting Coast Fire means to each of them and how, if at all, this changes their plans going forward. All right, without further delay, let's jump into this Best of MKM episode from 2022 and 2023 with Josh Miller and Anders Skagerberg. Investing for retirement takes time, patience, and consistency. Eventually, you'll reach a point where you don't need to contribute any more money to hit your retirement goals. That's what we like to call Coast Fire. In our Coast Fire segment today, we're going to interview Josh Miller from Michigan. Josh and his wife, Rebecca, hit this Coast Fire milestone recently in their mid-30s. Today, we're going to learn how they accomplished this family financial goal and how this affects their journey going forward. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thanks for having me, Andy. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for being here and thank you for being transparent and helping others hit this big goal. Let's talk about when you started investing. How did you start investing? What got you motivated and how did that all start? Well, I started investing right after college, got my first kind of career professional job, you know, in accounting and they offered me a retirement account, which was confusing at the time because I knew about 401ks, but I was working for the government, which was a 403b. So right off the bat, already confused, but they did give me a retirement account and I started contributing right away. I think 10% and I set up the auto contributions from every single paycheck and didn't really know what to do other than that at the time. Then 12 years going and and here we are reaching coast fire. So started early and and it pays off, you know? I love that. That's great. Yeah. So you push the button of go and you didn't touch it for a long time and then magical things happen. I love that. So when did you realize this Coast Fire idea? When did you say, hey, I feel like I've reached this? At what point did you feel like that? Well, knowing like the math behind Coast Fire, which I'm sure we'll get into, I would say early in the pandemic in 2020 is when we reached Coast Fire. We happened to be sitting on kind of a large pile of cash. We didn't really have plans for it at the time. And then the pandemic hit. 
the market took that, I think it was at least 30% dip. And um, we didn't really have a plan for that money. I'm like, is this the once in a lifetime opportunity that we have? And we, we threw almost all of that cash right back into the market. And I think our portfolio basically doubled within one year of that time frame. So we got incredibly fortunate, but that we just happened to have it and the, the stars aligned, you know. Taking advantage of that downturn that we had, it seemed like a really, I remember it was whatever, two years ago, and it seemed like a really kind of depressing time, like, oh my, what's going to happen? But I think there was an opportunity for a lot of people and it sounds like, uh, sounds like you guys took advantage of that, which is great. So how much do you guys have invested today here in 2022? Well, our net worth at the end of the last quarter, March 2022, was about 750000 but we have a lot of equity in our house, probably 130 or so. So just between the investments and our cash, we're sitting on about 635000 So Josh, when people put together these numbers and they say, hey, I've reached Coast Fire, it's different depending on who you ask. I know I like to throw in in a compound interest calculator and then see where that 7% takes me by the time I'm in my 60s. How do you calculate it? And then now that you've reached this status, I guess, what does that mean for you guys? Sure. So the way, like mathematically speaking, the way we calculate is we try to use the 4% rule for a Coast Fire. So we know that how much our life costs, right? And so using the 4% rule, you take your living expenses, you multiply by 25. And that's kind of like your your end number of that. If you reach that number, whatever it may be, like the $1.3 million is what we would need in our portfolio to be able to withdraw the 4% every year and your portfolio shouldn't dwindle. And you should be able to live off that amount. So when I'm thinking about Coast Fire, we don't have that number yet. Like I said, I think we have 635 in our, in our portfolio, but we know that using the compound interest calculators and just any calculator on the internet, you can kind of put in, we, if we're at just use our number $600,000, you plug in an interest rate, take into account inflation if you want, use a little bit lower number, play around with it. We know that without a doubt, we will have that $1.3 million in our retirement account by the time we're in our 60s very likely in our in our early 50s, even maybe late 40s if we're lucky, you know. So what that means to us is that every year our income doesn't, we don't have to keep saving as much money. Every year that our income just has to cover that year's expenses because our portfolio is going to do its thing. We don't need to worry about retirement anymore. We just need to live now. As you said, you know, you take that compound interest chart, you see where it's going to go over time. And since you guys started this heavy lifting so early, you guys are going to let decades compound before you actually need that money. So how much do you need to live on just to help people understand that whole 4% thing? Because this is a comfortable number. People want to be able to, okay, how much do I need to live comfortably? What's that number for you guys? Yeah. So that number for us, after we pay off our mortgage is how I think about it, we'll be able to live comfortably off of between forty-five dollars and $55,000 a year. Just for like when I'm doing calculations, we try to be conservative. So we use the higher number of 55000 when we're trying to figure out, are we going to be able to retire early? Got it. I like thinking about it with the mortgage-free path as well, because combining these two things, I feel like there's a recipe just for, it helps you relax as a busy you know worker, busy parent, busy spouse. So I love these concepts together. So now that you guys have realized this level of Coast Fire and you've got plans for mortgage freedom, what does that do for your thoughts around your money going forward? What are you excited about using your money for, I guess, between your mid-30s and your early 60s when you might tap into it for traditional retirement? Yeah, it, I think exciting is the right word to use, right? A lot of people are kind of 
on that hamster wheel. They're working to get through life and they're told what to do. When you have the savings, when you have these goals achieved, you get to make the rules. You get to live the life you want and design things the way you want. And so for, for us, for our family, we want freedom and flexibility now. You know, that's what's important to us. And so our decision-making process is a little bit different. It's not what do we need. It's, it's does this make me happy? If I'm, I'm still working in a career with salary position, so is my wife, but I can now ask the question, is, does this really make me happy? Would a different career make me more happy, even if it pays less, because we have that flexibility now? So our, our just decision-making and the conversations we have are very different than they were even three, five years ago. I love that. Yeah, I think the fact that it opens up options for you is exciting, for sure. It, even if it's not like, hey, I want to do this tomorrow, just having the ability to make those decisions in the near future sounds like it's a really freeing thing for you and your wife, Rebecca. Talk to us about you know when this money grows to that 1.3 million or more as you're needing. Are you guys thinking of traditionally retiring in your 59 and a half year or 65 or based on this change of your life, does traditional retirement even, is that even required, I guess? <laughs> I would say, heck no, it's not yeah. even required, right? <laughs> we actually, we, we talk about this fairly regularly. I'm a little bit more nutty about it. I used to do like weekly, uh, weekly PowerPoint presentation of our finances. <laughs> I'm the accounting kind there of you go, right? Yeah. She's more marketing <laughs> communications. <laughs> We've evolved since then, but <laughs> she's going to be embarrassed when she hears that. <laughs> but um, but as we as we evaluate our lives and, and our careers, the traditional nine to five isn't isn't really like the long term strategy for us. We are now starting to think about well, what would meaningful work look like? How do we make more of an impact on our community? How are we there for our, our children as much as possible? And so going back to that, those freedoms and that flexibility of our time, we want that now if possible, or at least more of it. And, and being at Coast Fire gives us that freedom to, to pursue those. I love that. Well, there's somebody listening, Josh, to our conversation and, you know, they, they hear about 401ks. I'm on social media a lot. I'm on TikTok sometimes for some of the work that I do. And I get a lot of people that really hate on the 401k. They think it's a scam. They think the IRA, the 401k, these are scams because you don't have access to your money until you're in your 60s. What would you say to that person? A uh, few things. I think the first thing is you have to begin with the end in mind. I think that's a Franklin Covey quote. And to do that, you, it requires that long-term vision. And 401ks, retirement plans, are set up with that long-term vision in mind. So Social Security has been around. Pensions were around for, for my, my parents' generation. Those things aren't as reliable for my generation. This is a tool in our tool belt. It's not the only tool. I understand that there are other means to an end. But I do think it, you need to, to think about it in that frame of mind with the end of mind you want you want to think long term right so the counter to that would be uh, the only way I, I think i would agree with that person is if they're big into maybe like real estate i know you can kind of cash flow your way through life with real estate as long as you're not over over leveraged right but no i think 401ks iras and especially like roth tools are such such powerful tools for our generation and in terms of investing and reaching your financial goals yeah, it's a good point. You know, my dad had the opportunity to take advantage of a pension, and I think it's fantastic. I think it's a really neat tool. 
But a lot of us in our 30s and 40s, we don't have opportunities for pensions. It's incumbent on us to make our own pension. And that's what I think of Coast Fire. I think it's like creating your own pension and letting it grow. So I think it's beautiful, Josh. Thank you very much for this conversation. If somebody wants to achieve Coast Fire like you, what is one small step that they should take following this interview? To be honest with you, my advice to people is usually just read personal finance books, get engaged with it, understand what, what good saving habits are. Some of my favorite books would be The Richest Man in Babylon, if you're just looking for a quick read, right? If you want to challenge your, your thinking, your money or your life was really impactful for me. And then even uh, What Does a Millionaire Look Like? You can read The Millionaire Next Door or Everyday Millionaires, I think is like more updated version of that same book. So in a nutshell, though, if, if you're interested in fire and you start reading stuff, listening to stuff, I'm very confident that, that you can get there. I love it. I love it. Educate yourself and then be your own advocate. I think that's great advice, Josh. So I understand that you also help people in this area. So tell us a little bit about where people can contact you if they have questions. Sure. Yeah, I am a personal financial coach. I have my own business. It's called Ratoon Financial. So R-A-T-O-O-N Financial. You can contact me via email at ratoonfinancial at gmail.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, You can message me there as well. Awesome, Josh. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story with us today and being transparent and helping everybody else achieve Coast Fire. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing Coast Fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, and designing your future work-optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 
to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. On our Coast Fire segment today, we're going to interview Anders Skagerberg from Utah. Anders and his wife, Paige, hit this Coast Fire milestone recently in their late 20s. Today, we're going to learn how they accomplished this family financial goal and how this affects their family journey going forward. Welcome to the show, Anders. Andy, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Thank you for doing this and sharing your journey. I think when we open up and share the details of the numbers, I think it really helps people. So thank you for doing that. Let's start with the Coast Fire Five. These are quick answers that talk about where you are now with regard to this Coast Fire journey. So let's start with number one. How much do you have invested for retirement? Yeah. So right now we have right around $322,000 invested for retirement. It's all a bit of a moving target, but as of right now, that's where we're at. That's incredible. And how old are you now? And how old is your spouse? Yeah, so I'm 31 years old. And my wife is 30. And we've got a two and a half year old daughter, and then a baby boy that's actually due this April as well. Wow. Okay, you guys are busy. I love it. (laughs) Very cool. All right. And then based on your Coast Fire calculations, how much will you have in retirement if you don't contribute anything else going forward? Yeah, so at this point, if we never saved another dime, we'd have right around $1.7 million by the time we reach 65, assuming a pretty conservative 5% real rate of return. So that's after adjusting for inflation. But I like to look at it too and say if returns are 1% better than we anticipate, we'll actually have closer to $2.3 million by the time we're 65. So it's, you know, odds are it'll be somewhere between those two, those two numbers. I like that. And I like how you use the 5% and the 6%. Sometimes I do the 7% and that might feel a little aggressive. I love that people can take these calculations and then just do what fits best for their situation. Obviously, we can't predict the future and say what's going to happen in the future. But man, the trends of inflation lately uh, (laughs) are making that 5 or 6% seem a little bit more realistic. So with those numbers, how much income will this potentially provide you in retirement? Yeah. So in terms of retirement income, you know, using that 4% safe withdrawal rate, if we end up with 1.7 1.7 million, that'll be close to $68,000 per year in retirement income from our portfolio. But again, if returns are, you know, maybe they're 1% better than we anticipate, that'd be closer to $92,000 per year in retirement income. So it, it'll be somewhere again, probably between those two figures. Yeah, I like how you're doing this range too, because the fixed numbers sometimes get people irked being like, well, it's not specifically that, but this range I think can help provide some people some some understanding of what it might be. So the last question here on the Coast Fire 5, how much income do you currently use to live comfortably today based on this, what you might have in the future? Yeah, so so for our household, we typically spend, it's it's somewhere between four to $5,000 per month. So 
annually, it's about forty-eight dollars to $60,000 per year. You'll notice with me, everything is a range and our spending is no different. It falls somewhere between you know, four to $5,000 per month. Okay, so based on what we're seeing here with this projection, you guys are coast fire and then some really based on where you are. Of course, you guys are a young family. Things might change in the future as your family gets older and expenses might grow. But the way you, I think, look at your numbers, I think you guys are pretty solid at this point for Coast Fire. So now that we know your situation and your numbers, talk to us about when you started with investing and then what got you motivated originally? Yeah, so so I really started, I would say, in my early 20s. I can't quite say teens because I was still thinking about it at that point. But in my early 20s, what really got me motivated is frankly, I was working in a job that I just didn't love. And I really wanted to get away from it. I was working as an electrician at the time. And the work was really good. The pay was great. But I just didn't love it. You know, there was no part of me that that woke up and said, Oh, man, I'm so excited to get to work. It was more, you know, I'm going through the motions, I'm going to collect my paycheck at the end of the week, and just come back next week and kind of rinse and repeat. So I was really motivated by this kind of this desire to just get out of the situation that I was in. And then the other aspect that I think really motivated me to start investing at a young age was I watched my parents get hit pretty hard by the global financial crisis in 2008, 2009. I was a senior in high school at the time. And I just remember kind of, you know, I didn't fully understand what was happening, but I watched my dad lose his job. I watched my parents lose their house. They lost cars. Everything from a financial perspective in our lives changed. And that was a pretty formative experience for me where I took a step back and I said, I want to be financially bulletproof. And that carried through into my early 20s and really motivated me to start saving and investing at, you know, a pretty fairly a young age, frankly. So quick plug for my wife here. She actually started much, much younger. So she's the other half to this Coast Fire equation in our family. And I really have to give her dad credit. He was the one that used to take her to the bank to help her get an investment account set up at like eight or nine years old. And and her parents used to talk her through how to invest part of the birthday and Christmas money she would get and then spend part of it as well. But it wasn't just like they were talking about it. They were actually setting up a custodial account to start investing this money for my wife at a very young age. She talks about going to appointments as a young kid and and how bored she would be sitting there at the bank. But <laughs> looking back, how grateful she is to have parents that kind of talked her through, hey, this is how you invest and and this is normal to invest and grow your wealth and save part of your your income. So you know, she she started much younger than I did. And that put her in a very financially healthy position because she had so many years of contributions and growth and opportunity for that money to really compound. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, the combination of starting early and then combining forces as a couple to make this Coast Fire dream possible is fantastic. Can you get specific for us with the type of accounts that you guys are investing in that help you to hit this Coast Fire number so people know not necessarily what you're investing in, but like the type of accounts, the investment vehicles. Yeah. So at this point, I was actually just calculating it before this interview, but roughly 
45% of our investable assets are in a taxable brokerage account. So for any of you money nerds out there, you already know, but for everybody else, this is, it's not a tax advantaged retirement account that has any sort of withdrawal restrictions or anything like that. It also doesn't benefit from tax-free growth along the way. And there's no tax advantages when you make contributions or take out deductions. But there's, there's a lot of flexibility in these account types. There's no penalties if you withdraw money before age 59 and a half. So a good chunk of our money is invested in a taxable brokerage account. And then we have roughly 35% in kind of like pre-tax traditional retirement accounts. That would be like your typical 401ks, traditional IRAs, stuff like that. And then kind of the remaining 20% is all in Roth accounts. So those are your after-tax accounts that grow tax-free and distribute tax-free during retirement. So we've got a decent mix. And really part of my goal, and this is really where I put my financial planning hat on, is when we reach financial independence, I would love to have a third in taxable, a third in pre-tax, and a third in Roth, because that gives you a lot of options to create this very tax-efficient retirement income stream during retirement. So that's that's the goal. We're obviously not there yet, but we'll continue to work towards that with our future contributions. Yeah, I love that. I love that diversification across different taxed accounts, whether it's, you know, because depending on what happens in the future, like there might be a point in time where you're saying, well, I'm glad that I had this taxed already, or I'm glad now based on our income that I haven't had this taxed yet. It all depends on your situation and where you're going. And, you know, a lot of these conversations between doing this as a couple probably come from some time spent communicating. Do you guys meet to talk? How do you guys get together to, to make sure you're on this journey together and then stay together? Yeah. So that's, that's a great point. And I think you're 100% spot on. Like Communication with your spouse when it comes to money and really when it comes to anything, but, but specifically talking about money, communication is so important. We've gotten to the point over the years where we don't, we don't have like a standing meeting every week or anything like that. But there was a point in time where every Sunday, we would sit down and even if it was just, you know, a 10 or 15 minute conversation, we would talk about our finances and what we're thinking about. And we've kind of gotten to a point now where we've really, at least we feel we've got the kinks really worked out and we know the plan that we have and we're kind of on that trajectory now. But I mean, in the beginning, it was, it was once a week and we were religious about it. So I think that's very important. You know, if you're, if you're trying to figure out if, if you and your spouse aren't on the same page with money or you just want to, you know, talk about it a little bit more, just go ahead and set up time. Like actually put it on the calendar, put it on each other's calendar. So you both know every week at this time, we'll be talking about money in some capacity. And it doesn't always have to be a huge conversation, but at least touching base and hearing what each other are thinking about or going through or, or yeah, your thoughts about money. So. You guys have hit this goal together, this Coast Fire goal, and it almost seems like it's a reflection point for you to say, okay, do we double down and keep investing a good chunk of our income into more investment accounts, or do we pull back a little bit and enjoy more life today? Or as you talked about, is it a range of those things? What are you guys thinking now that you've hit this goal, this milestone, and just kind of reflecting on where you are? What is your path forward? How are things different maybe for you with Coast Fire behind you? Yeah, so that's a great question. And kind of the way I like to think about it, I heard somebody describe coasting to financial independence like you're driving down the freeway. 
and you see this Coast Fire exit as you're passing it and you have the opportunity if you want, you can downshift and just hop off the exit. So we actually decided to do that two and a half years ago when we reached Coast Fire. We, we took a look at our situation and we said, okay, we don't have to take this exit, but we have the opportunity to and what could this look like in our lives And ultimately, we decided based on the things we want and the lifestyle we want to live right now, it would be smart to just go ahead and take this exit. And if it doesn't work out for any reason, who cares? We just loop back around and hop back on the freeway and that's okay. No harm, no foul. But at the time, I was working in a pretty stressful, high paying, but intense job. And I was earning a lot of money. It was the most money I'd ever made. And we were saving close to 50% of our income. So when we downshifted, I left that job and traded it in for a combination of freelance work and seasonal employment and took a pretty substantial pay cut in the process. But for us, that was fine. We have a pretty modest lifestyle. We don't have huge living expenses. So instead of continuing to save 50%, we just downshifted work and then covered our living expenses while coasting. So for that first year, we really didn't save anything. We were, we were truly coasting to financial independence. But over time, I've gotten better and better at my work and I've earned more and more money. And we're getting back to that point where, okay, we're still covering our living expenses and I'm working the amount that fits our lifestyle, but we still have a little bit of excess. So we're starting to contribute that money into our Roth IRAs as well year after year. So we really did lean in. When we, when we found out about Coast Fire, we decided, hey, let's see what it would look like in our life and let's lean into this fully. You chose the lifestyle that fit best for you and your wife and your family. And then now you're building back up and you're finding, wow, I can have both. I can have the lifestyle that I want as well as a growing income. Maybe it's not exactly where it used to be, but hey, there's an opportunity for it to get there in the future, right? So this is incredible, Anders. This is a really inspiring story. There's somebody listening right now and they want to hit Coast Fire too and have that ability to kind of adjust their lifestyle or sort of check that box of financial relaxation. What is one step they could take to get themselves to Coast Fire? Maybe they are not in the hundreds of thousands of dollars of savings right now, but they see, okay, with discipline and time, I can get there. What's one step that they can take following this interview? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think probably the best place to start is just go ahead and calculate your Coast Fire number, like get an idea of what it would actually take so you can see where you are in relation to that goal. And I think, you know, there's two Coast Fire calculators that I really like. One is on WalletBurst.com. And there's just a little button right at the top of the screen that says Coast Fire Calculator. That's a great one. It's very easy to use, very clean, very nice, great looking calculator. I would start there. And then I would also go to thefioneers.com. They have a Coast Fire Calculator that you can download. I would honestly run your Coast Fire number on both because there's going to be different, you know, little adjustments calculator to calculator, but that'll give you a good idea. And again, back to that range, that'll give you a range of of where you would need to be if you wanted to start coasting. And then more than anything, that just shows you, okay, here's where I need to be. Here's where I am now. 
And then you can start to draw a map to get you from point A to point B. And I, I think that's really the, the best place to start for anybody that's, you know, coast curious or interested in coasting to financial independence. Coast curious. That's such a great <laughs> word. Very cool. Well, Anders, we appreciate you being on the show today. I understand you've got some great content that you're sharing with people as well. Tell people where they can connect with you and learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody that wants to follow my work, probably the best place to do that is coastfiguy.com. You can find that's where I publish all my blog posts. My, my podcast is published there as well. And I also have some, some free resources for anybody that, again, is, is Coast Curious. I've got an ebook about coasting to financial independence that you can download for free. That's where everything that I put out lands at coastfiguy.com. Or if you'd like to listen to podcasts, go ahead and, and search for the Coast FI podcast and you'll find my work there as well. Excellent. Anders, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you sharing your story. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Andy. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation, especially when we're talking about investing in the stock market. Now, if you are curious about where you stand on your Coast Fire journey, we have just launched a free Coast Fire calculator on our website. So we're super excited about it. You can find this at marriagekidsofmoney.com and then just hit the calculators tab on the top area there. You'll find it. You just have a little drop down. I've got a mortgage payoff one and then a Coast Fire one. We'll link that into the show notes as well. This way, you can find out how close you are to Coast Fire or if you've already achieved Coast Fire. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of fun? Just like the show, everybody, though, the calculator is just for entertainment purposes only, and it should not replace meeting with a financial professional about your specific situation. But it is fun to play with numbers and see what comes up. Hopefully, it sparks some conversations with that financial professional. Again, go to marriagekidsofmoney.com and hit the calculators tab at the top. Enjoy. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Warren Buffett. If you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. Best wishes on your Coast Fire journey, my friends. Carpe diem. 